Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sorry If I Curse. Now, last week, y'all heard me talk about loyalty and the situation with my ex-best friends. But today, we're going to talk about another ex, my ex-boyfriend, and the drama that went down with that. So, let's get into it. Let me put y'all in my business real quick. Let me take y'all back. So, I met my ex-boyfriend. His name is Herbert. They call him Sam. Yeah, I'm putting him all the way out there. I met him at work. He came up to my job um, asking for something that he really wasn't looking for and somehow got my number. I fell for the I fell for the shit child. And we started dating. And it was amazing. We had a great early years of our friend of our friendship and relationship. We always hung out. He was super attentive to me. He was super um just caring. He was a really, really, really nice guy. Really good guy. And I, as I thought, he was always wanting me to feel special. He just went out of his way to tell everybody, this is my girl. He did all that stuff. Um, and we fell really quickly for each other. Really quickly. We was in love really quickly. We, we moved pretty fast. And just months of us dating turned into years of us dating, turned us living together and now we're really doing this now now we're together we're in love we're living together now we're making plans for our future right cool so this is about maybe two years into our relationship yeah i'll give it like two years maybe like two years into our friendship i am on facebook because this man wanted me to be his facebook friend so bad when we first started dating i didn't really want to be friends with him on facebook um because Maybe I was still kind of flirty on Facebook. Who knows? But for some reason, I didn't really want him to be my friend on Facebook. But he made it a thing. Like, we should be friends on Facebook. So, two years in, I'm in love with him now. I don't want to cheat on him. I don't want to talk to nobody else. So, like, yeah, let's be Facebook friends. We're Facebook friends now. I'm all up in your shit. You're all up in mine. And I see this girl named Janisha. And that's her real name. Janisha had commented on his post, like... Something, something. I can't remember what it was, but it was something that it seemed like a girl that you're fucking with would say some shit like this. So I commented back like, Herbert, you know, get get a hold of these hoes. That's what I said. And, you know, in, in reply of her, get a hold of these hoes. It was, uh, she had commented on his status. So I had comments on, on, under his status to him. Get control of these hoes. I don't know what the fuck they talking about. She... Um, I think LOL did whatever. I haven't heard from the girl. Haven't heard from her. Okay, cool. That was just some little girl who probably liked you. Whatever. Never heard from her again. Um, year later, it had to be a year. A year later, um, I'm on his Facebook again. Not on his page, but he's my friend. So his statuses go on my timeline. So I see his status and I see he got like like 10 maybe comments on this. I'm the girlfriend. I'm nosy. Let me go see what the people are talking about. So I go and I look and I'm reading the comments. And there was this one girl um, said something about something. Look at me. I can't remember none of these comments. But she said something about something. Um, you better whatever she said. But I had commented to her like why would he blah, 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 blah. I forgot what the post was about. But it was something like, you better not be wearing that. So I comment back to her like, what the fuck type of situation. So I think she ended up hopping in my inbox like, who are you? 
So I'm looking at her, bitch, who are you? I've been with this nigga for two years. We live with each other. Who the fuck are you to ask me who the fuck am I? So she goes on to tell me that Herbert is dating her friend. And who is her friend? Her friend is Janisha, the girl from a year prior. Yeah, Herbert is dating my friend Janisha. I'm trying to figure out who you are. Oh, well, I'm Herbert's girlfriend, the one who, we you know, we're living together. We've been together for two years. I think we was engaged at that point, too. The nigga done got me a ring. This is my nigga. So, of course, we do the back and forth. She want to know who I am. Bitch, I'm not even interested in who the fuck you are. This is my nigga. So, I'm just here to tell you that you need to get the fuck on because this is my nigga. And whatever shit y'all got going on, it ain't that serious because, huh. Uh, yeah, we living together and a bitch got a ring on her hand. So, I didn't really too, too much care about that. Whatever. So, I confront him about it. Janisha's a nobody. She's nobody. A bitch you, he went to high school with. Okay, they kind of rekindled something for a minute. He's sorry. You know, it'll never happen again. Okay, cool. Whatever. I get a job where I have to travel. I got a, um, a traveling job and I had to be in Atlanta for about two weeks. So, I'm nervous. At this point, I done had two situations with the same girl, and I'm about to go to Atlanta for two weeks. I am nervous. And before I left, what do I find? Bam. Janisha, back at his phone, talking about her father being sick or some shit. I guess she needed a fucking shoulder to lean on, but not my shoulder, sweetheart. So she's back in the phone, back in communication with him. I'm uncomfortable. I'm finna be in Atlanta for two weeks. What the fuck? So I said, let me call this hoe. I got her number through his phone. I said, bitch, call me. Because the first time we had a little, a, a small little interaction. The second time me and your friend had an interaction on your behalf. Bitch, call me. What the fuck is going on? We talk. I come to find out this is her boyfriend. She thinks this nigga is her boyfriend. He ain't no sneaky link. He ain't no just la da da This is her boyfriend, she's telling me. He walks in on the phone with her. He's so distraught. He tells me, I got, uh, I got to go to the store. I got to go to go, go to the store real quick. I said, okay. You know, I get off the phone. You know, I'm, at this point, I'm off the phone with her. He's so distraught. He needs to get some air. Of course, me and him are fighting at this point. So he needs to get some air. He needs to go to the store and clear his mind, right? Uh, give it like 20 minutes. I got a phone call. Who's the, who's on the phone? Janisha. You know Herbert's, in, Herbert's his name. You know Herbert's in my driveway. Oh. I said, it makes sense. He just caught me talking to you. And he knows everything. And he just told me that he's going to the store to clear his head. It makes sense that he's going to go console you real quick. I said, okay. So he goes over there. And she tells me that he goes over there. So he's on his way back home. She calls me when he leaves. And he's on his way back home. I said, what happened? She said, we fucked. I said, oh, Okay. That's cool. Whatever. Now he come home. It's fucking World War Three. I know everything. You just left that bitch's house. And she told me y'all fucked. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, it was a situation. So then I made him call her and text her and tell her, I can't fuck with you no more. You fucking up my family, basically. I can't even talk to you no more. I'm sorry. You know, I led you on and it had to be like this, basically. He sent it to her. It got delivered. She never responded, but it was cool sailing since that text message. It was just all me and him. I went to Atlanta. 
I'm pretty sure there was, I'm positive there was fucking around while I was in Atlanta. Um, but he kept it so under wraps that I thought everything was sweet. I thought that that was the last I've heard of Janisha. Um, yeah, no more her. So I see that he's getting a little iffy with his phone now. And he's getting a lot of Snapchat notice, um, notifications. Now, you know, Snapchat, you can talk to a motherfucker, the shit disappears. So I'm curious now. Who the fuck are you Snapchat so much? Her name isn't her name on Snapchat. She got some type of, what's her Snapchat name? Something Panda. Whatever. But it could have been anybody. Like, it could have been a fucking Animal Planet news page or something. I didn't fucking know. But it ended up being her. And they end up still communicating through Snapchat after I made him tell her, get the fuck on, you're fucking up my family. And then I guess I got a little helicoptery, policey, FBI-y. I, I became one of those girlfriends. And I had to read, of, of the reason to, I had to write, in my opinion. But I guess I was nagging to him. I didn't trust him. But you know how niggas just can't fucking take accountability for everything. It was all on me on how and why he decided to push away a little bit, fall back into her arms because I didn't trust him. He couldn't go down the street without me calling it, all this shit. It was on me. I'm the reason why I pushed him into those other bitches' arms, basically. So they got real acquainted. Now I'm starting to feel the shift that this maybe ain't really my man no more. This seems like her nigga. Because every morning he's gone. We go to bed together, but he's getting up bright and early for work. Nigga, you got to be at work at this time. Why are you getting up three hours early? That was happening every morning. My phone calls are coming up unanswered a lot. On his off days, he's not really hanging around the house anymore. Okay. Something's up. Something's up. So I had my friends do some dirt. I had some coworkers do some dirt. And I find out that he's spending all his free time with Janisha. Right? Yeah. Imagine how the fuck I reacted to that shit. And when I tell you I'm the, a different person now than I was back then, I was fucking his ass up. I'm not even going to lie. I was fucking that nigga up. I was knocking him in his head. I mean, grabbing shit. We was in that bitch brawling because I couldn't vocalize my emotions when I was so upset. I'll be so upset that the, the, the words came out the hands. And shame on me for that. And I'm a different person now. My fiance, who I'm with now, I never laid my hands on him. But yeah, I used to get real gutted and ugly with that motherfucking nigga. Because like, damn. Look, we've been going through this shit for three years with this bitch. So, like, is this your bitch? Yeah, obviously it is. So, it got to the point that I was so in- invested. I'm so invested not into him. I'm invested in this game now. Now I'm invested in this game. You want him? Okay. I really, I don't really know I'm not fucking with him no more like that. I'm, I'm losing feelings. I mean, all, honestly, I'm talking to other niggas. I'm hanging out. You know, after you done cheat on me so many times, I'm just gradually losing love for you. But I'm all invested in this game of you want my nigga. And I can't have you want my nigga. I can't have you just, I, can't, I, I just can't give him to you. 
So now I'm all, I'm all in. I'm playing all the games with you. I don't even fucking like this nigga. I'm turning up over this nigga and going to go hang out at another nigga's house. Like, I just did not want you to have the satisfaction of saying, I got her man. I stole her man. Crazy, right? Crazy how us women think. But that's how I was thinking. And I was invested all up in the game. So invested that this man told me, um, okay, I'm just going to be real with you. I love her and I love you. We got to that point, ladies and gentlemen. We was at the point. This man told me in my face, you know, we're playing so many games. Because she's playing hard, too. She's playing the same game I'm playing. She don't want me to have him because she don't want to look like the sour puss. And I got the same mindset. I'm, I'm not going to spend a this nigga to you. You're not going to take my nigga. No, you ain't going to win. So, you know, we're, we're both fighting hard. And both looking like fucking idiots. Because this nigga's having time in his life. He fucking two bitches. I know who's fucking her. I know Zach and this bitch is not going nowhere. She made it clear she's not going nowhere. He made it clear that he loved her. He loved me. So he wasn't going to stop fucking with her. So now the decision's mine. And I chose to play the fucking game, dummy. So at this point, he's just like, hey, why don't y'all talk? It's getting juicy now. You hear me? This nigga said, why don't y'all talk? I like her. I love you. Why can't we all just do this? So brainwashed, so invested in this game. We used to watch movies, look up other people's experiences with poly shit, polyamorous, whatever it's called. And I was totally invested now. I'm not going nowhere. Not because I love this nigga, because you're not going to push me out. So yeah, I guess he's our nigga. Yes, y'all. I did it. I did that. He was our nigga. And we both dated him. And me and her got along. We started getting along. We went to the movies together. Lunch together. We went to the club together. We all slept in the same bed with each other. We was doing this thing. And then my Virgo started coming out. I'm territorial. I like everything about me. I'm a me, 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 me. My nickname is me, me. And this, eh, this shit was getting pretty old. Like I said, I wasn't invested in love. They was in love with each other, but I wasn't invested in love. I was invested in the game. The game of I can't lose. So after a certain amount of time, I'm like, this shit ain't for me. I'm not really rocking with it no more. So now I'm getting mad now. Now I'm mad every time he's kicking the weather. Now I'm mad every time he brings her around. Now we're fighting all the time. Literally, fights. Why the fuck you with that bitch? She your bitch too. Nah, fuck that hoe. Now I'm there. You kissing this bitch? You fucking on this bitch? I'm there. So, it just turned ugly. I mean, police always getting called. I mean, me and her basically went from we're all three dating each other to we're both dating him. And now we're just cussing. He's, he's in the middle getting cussed out every day. You, you with that bitch? And her, you with that bitch? I mean, he was in the middle of it. It was bad. It got real bad. It got really bad. But then I had came up with the realization that this is, uh, I don't even think the game is even that important anymore. He told me he wasn't fucking with her and that I won. He chose me. 
And then I seen this nigga went to this bitch's mom's graduation. The hoe's mom graduated. He went to her graduation. And I was done. I was done. I seen the photos because I had my friend Lemaine. If you know who Lemaine is, he's from my first story. Well, um, the story about me and my best friends fell out. I had him friend request her and I saw all the nitty gritties of shits. And that he was still fucking with her. So without even telling him, I packed all my bags in my car and I moved. I moved out. I moved out of the place we was living and it was completely done for me. And it just was the biggest whoo, breath of fresh air leaving that situation. Because everything was not, I was never relaxed. I was never comfortable. I was always, how can I one up her? It was, it was always the game. It was always her, her, her. I wasn't even focused on him anymore. I just wanted to, how can I outdo her? She was a little plus size, so I wanted to be the baddest bitch. I wanted to make sure my titty sat up higher, my ass stuck out more. I wanted to make sure I was the cutest out of the two. I wanted to make sure that I intimidated her in every way. Any chance I can get to taunt her, I did it. And that was just exhausting. Exhausting. So I left. I left and they remained together. And I was so detached from the situation that I felt cool. Because they both were just so shitty people. I mean, she started dating him well while he was in a relationship with me. So there was already two shitty people. I know he was the shittiest of people. He was the biggest manipulator, the biggest narcissist. He was everything wrong. And he's a cancer too. Everything wrong. And... While they were dating, he was still trying to hit me up. And I used to always tell her, bitch, come get your nigga. I don't want him no more. Please come get your nigga. And, uh, I mean, they would do whatever the fuck they would do. Um, so now we're here now. I moved out. That Since that day, I left him. Honestly, everything kind of opened up from that day. I left him. And then shortly after, me and my friends fell out. And then me and him were done. And I just really just had a whole new life past him. That's why I always say people are just there for, for the time. God knows when he, you need people around you to keep you sane. And those were my best friends there. They were there in that situation to keep me sane. And once I left him, and then once I fell out with them, I got me a great fiance. Who gave me the world. Beautiful son. Beautiful house. More friendships. I'm tied it with my family. Everything has just been going uphill. And it all comes from those lessons of those fucked up situations. I've had a lot of fucked up situations. Oh, my God. I was at my wits end over this nigga. I was ready to end it all over this nigga. You got to go through those things sometimes to find yourself and to find things that you won't let happen again. Spot those red flags so you won't let that shit happen again. But, yeah, y'all done being nosy? All the, all the my shit? Come back next week on the next episode of Sorry About Curse. And we're going to talk about some more nitty-gritty things. Some more embarrassing stories. Life-changing stories. Come sit with me. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>